0: What is up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I'm pumped. We are heading into a new year, 2021, baby. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. I am so glad 2020 is wrapping up. And part of me feels very annoyed at myself for saying that because we all know it's not like the clock strikes midnight on January 1st, 2021, and all of a sudden 2020 is completely erased. Although 2020 was probably one of the most difficult years of my life and for the world as a collective unit, there are still good things that we can take away from the year. We do not have to write off all of 2020 and just act like it didn't exist or blame it and call it the worst year ever. Because we all know, even in the most challenging times, and especially in the most challenging times, that is when we experience the most growth. And everything is a season. So if 2020 was an especially difficult season for you, that's good news because you know you're wrapping up that season and moving into a more positive, light-filled season of your life today i wanted to offer you a few mindset shifts that have really really helped me during an especially difficult season of my life and when i say difficult i don't necessarily mean negative or bad as i've talked about in previous podcast episodes emotions can coexist just because something is difficult does not mean that i'm not grateful for the lessons that i'm learning during this season but there's been a lot going on and if i'm being honest Becoming a mom has been a huge shift and transition in my life. So I have put some things that I love to do like this podcast, like working, like meeting with clients on the back burner. That is to be expected, and that was my intention. However, I am feeling so ready to transition back into that season of producing content, of remembering what my mission is here on this podcast and with my clients, and hopefully starting to work with people again very, very soon. So if you are interested, I do have a bit of a waitlist, but you can apply for the waitlist by going to juliebouwer.com slash coach. And when I do start accepting clients again, I will reach out to you. So don't be shy, girlfriend. If this is the year you want to change your life, what are you waiting for, sister? Let's do it together. But here are the mindset shifts because before we even get into talking about goal setting and productivity and all of the things that we always talk about when it's January, we have to get our mind right first. Can we all agree on that by now? It's the same reason you set New Year's resolutions year after year after year and don't achieve them. So we got to do some mindset work along with the tangible action steps that we are going to take to make 2021 productive and our best year ever. Every year can be your best year ever. We say that all the time, but it truly should get better year after year. That doesn't mean easier. It just means that you're growing more, expanding more, always focusing on growth, even if that means it's difficult. So here's the first lesson that I just wanna share with you before we get into all of the tools and mindset tips and transformational things that we're gonna be talking about on this podcast in the new year. It's this, and it's gonna sound harsh. Okay, let me just preface this by saying this is gonna sound harsh. Harsh, but i'm at the season in my life right now where I just need a little bit of tough love and maybe you can relate to that too It's almost like i've been very flexible with myself and just in this mode of okay It's okay just to survive right now. We don't necessarily need to thrive We just need to survive and get through the newborn stage But maybe you're in a season like that for yourself. Maybe 2020 for you was just about survival It's just about congratulating yourself for waking up in the morning putting your pants on One of the podcasts I have coming up is actually going to talk about what the difference is between pushing yourself to do something when you don't feel like doing it versus allowing yourself to have some flexibility, some grace with yourself. Because that's the fine line, right? At what point do we draw the line and say, okay, enough is enough. I've given myself enough grace, enough flexibility. That's the stage that I'm in where I'm getting that itch. And you know what I mean? If you felt this before, it's like this little itch where you are ready to be more disciplined. You are ready to step into this next level version of yourself. That does require more discipline. That does require a little bit more tough love. So know that as I'm talking about this and giving this piece of advice, I'm not trying to be a biatch. Who says that anymore? A biatch. What is this? 1992. (laughs) This is coming from the part of me that cares deeply about you, about your success, about your discipline, about your ability to follow through with the things that you say you want in your life. And here is my tip. No one is coming to save you. I'm going to share a personal story about how this relates to my life as it relates to money. Growing up, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I believe it was in my money mindset episode. I had enough, but again, it felt like we were surviving versus thriving. And as I was growing up, the message that was taught to me was that as a woman, it is okay to wait for a man to take care of you, that you should rely on a man to help you out financially. And I noticed this pattern and trend through what was exampled to me. And I noticed that how when you became reliant on somebody else for money, that caused a lot of unnecessary stress, not only in the relationship itself, but for your own self confidence and your self-worth. So I knew that logically, but I was carrying that into my adulthood. I was waiting for someone to come and save me. And I heard this message in a podcast last week, and they so clearly said, no one is coming to save you. That wasn't even what the episode was about. The guest on the podcast literally just said that in a sentence. He said, you know what? What I've learned is no one is coming to save you. But for some reason, at that exact moment, it was exactly what I needed to hear. It so deeply resonated with me because instead of waiting for permission Instead of waiting for this knight in shining armor to come in and help me with my podcast or help me with my business or help me get my finances together and help me make improvements for my future, I am the person who needs to do those things for myself. I need to be my own knight in shining armor. When we understand that no one is coming to save us, it allows us to take our power back. It allows us to put the ball in our court. And isn't that so freaking empowering to know that you don't have to rely on anybody else to save you? You can save yourself. It was one of those tough love statements that in the past I would have taken as maybe a little harsh, but in that moment, it felt so empowering. What would it look like? If I were to save myself, what would it look like if I relied on myself? Of course, we need the help and support and love of other people in our lives, and we should not do things completely alone and think that it's our way or the highway or nobody else has our back. That's not what I'm talking about here. But what would it look like to take your power back? Where are you relying on people in your life for external accountability or to do something for you instead of stepping up to the plate and doing it for yourself? External accountability is great, but what happens if that source of external accountability were to go away? I think a lot of us have experienced this in 2020 when gyms started shutting down all of a sudden, our source of external accountability, showing up to a coach every single day, went away. And all of a sudden, we had to be internally accountable for the goals that we set for ourselves. So yes, there's a period where you can give yourself grace and say, you know what, I'm just going to relax on my fitness a little bit. Maybe this is a period of patience instead of push. But then when gyms were shut down for a month and two months and three months, at that point, you kind of got to step in and say, okay, no one's coming to save me. If I can't get back into my physical gym, I need to figure out out a way to shift and pivot and make these fitness goals work for me at this stage in my life, considering I cannot go into a physical gym because no one is coming to save me. I got to be my own hero. I don't have that source of external accountability that I've been used to relying on. And maybe you can relate to this in something you're trying to learn. For me, that is personal finance, as I mentioned before. So instead of thinking that all of a sudden there's going to be this financial guru who just shows up at my door and knocks on my door one day and says, this is exactly how to invest your money. This is how to get out of debt. This is how you're going to retire. I have to seek out those opportunities to learn. I cannot rely on somebody else to do those things for me. And this is true even if you are in a partnership. For example, I can't rely on Mark to set financial goals for our future without me being equally invested in it. If I'm interested in it, I have to be the one who brings the information, the ideas, the goals to the table, and then work on it with my partner. And sometimes you just have to work on things on your own for a little bit. I see this so much with health and fitness, and it's one of the biggest deterrents to making a switch to eating healthier. A lot of people will say to me, Julie, my partner's not on board. My partner eats like crap. My partner is a stick and he can eat whatever he wants, so he's eating cheeseburgers all the time. I have a goal to let go of weight that's no longer serving me, but it's so hard when my partner eats like shit all the time. Trust me, I get it, but if we remind ourselves that no one is coming to save us, that allows you to take your power back. That means that even though the person next to you that you spend every single day with is doing something, of course it's going to be a little bit harder to not fall under that influence if that's what you're used to doing. However, it's not completely impossible. I've seen dozens of people do it, and it starts with having a strong why behind why you're doing it and creating and reinforcing boundaries with the people you love. It's not always easy, but it is worth it. There's a quote I love that says, living the easy way is hard. Living the hard way is easy. If we break that down, what does that actually mean when we say living the easy way is hard? When we're constantly giving ourselves an out, when we're constantly saying we're going to do something and then not following through, that is hard. That takes effort too. A lot of times we think, oh, I said I was going to eat healthy and then I didn't. Therefore, I put in no effort. But think about all the mental chatter that goes on the feeling guilty, the feeling shameful, the feeling like shit because you said you were going to do something and then you didn't actually do it. That is harder than actually just doing the thing that wears on you over time it beats you down and no wonder you're not motivated to reach your goals and actually get started with something because you've spent so long feeling guilty and shameful and not trusting yourself to actually do the things you say you're going to do because you have no proof of that in the past and when we say living the hard way is easy that means that yes you're showing up it might feel hard in the moment to do these hard things on a daily basis and follow through with the things you say you're going to do like waking up at a certain time making your bed in the morning not checking your phone constantly scheduling a workout and actually doing it prepping your healthy food hiring a coach or a mentor somebody who's going to help guide you in the right direction budgeting and not going to Starbucks every day if you say you're trying to save money those things are harder in the moment but as I always say discipline equals freedom if you can discipline yourself to do the hard things Your life will ultimately be easier. As we go into this season of 2021, before we talk about setting goals and being productive and all the tips for success, we gotta get our minds right, sister. I hope you take this message and you soak it in. If you are ready to receive it, it will sink in with you. Maybe you are in a season that's more about grace and patience and being loving with yourself. Those things are all beautiful and wonderful, and maybe you are in that season of patience. But if you're getting that little itch that you got to scratch that's saying, you know what, I've been in a season of patience. I am going to lovingly step into a season of push now. Let these messages soak in. No one is going to save you. Living the easy way is hard. Living the hard way is easy. We will talk in a future episode about the difference between pushing yourself to do something when you don't feel like doing it, Versus allowing yourself some flexibility and grace and patience. Because that is the magic question, right? When our alarm goes off in the morning and we didn't get a good night's sleep, do we push through and do our workout? Or do we give ourselves some grace and sleep in a little bit? We will talk about that in a future episode because I get questions about that all the time. That's the million dollar question. But I will leave you with this. Our life is so short. This sounds morbid, but I've been reflecting on my life and death daily. And something I've been thinking a lot about is, okay, if I were to die tomorrow, what would I be proud of myself for accomplishing today? Some days, yes, I would be proud of sitting on my couch and watching Netflix and eating ice cream and doing whatever because that felt good in the moment. But I would be more proud of showing up and recording this podcast, even though I didn't feel like it. I would be more proud of doing the workout, even if it wasn't the hardest workout I've ever done at least moving my body in a way that felt good for that day. I would be proud of doing something nice for someone else, even if it was inconvenient for me. I would be proud of saving money and planning for my financial future, even though Amazon was so appealing and had so many good deals today. We're always going to be tempted to take the easy way out. That's just life. We live in a very convenient world where we don't really have to do much. But do we wanna live our lives like that, not really doing much and just getting by and settling for the status quo? Or do we wanna show up as a more powerful, strong, ambitious, loving, caring, nurturing version of ourselves. Do you wanna know the way to truly build confidence? It's not how you look, it's not how you dress, it's nothing to do with your outward appearance. It's actually following through with the things you say you're going to do because that builds self-trust and self-trust builds self-confidence. So if you've been feeling down in the dumps, if you've been feeling down on yourself, take a look at your life. Are you following through with the things you say you're going to do? Because as I said, no one's coming to save you, sister. You have to step in and be your own superhero. How empowering is that? How empowering to know that you can take your power back, put the ball in your court again and start dribbling, honey. And you know what I want you to do today? I don't want this to be overwhelming. I don't want you to think, okay, now I need to reinvent my life. I'm going to get super excited. I'm going to sit down and plan out 72 goals. No, I don't even want you to start planning or goal setting yet. All I want you to do is think of what is the next best step I can make? What is one thing I can do after listening to this podcast? Maybe it's something I've been putting off for a really long time that I need to do. Maybe it's making a budget. Maybe it's having a conversation. Maybe it's doing a workout. Maybe it's making a healthy meal. What is that one thing? Because what we need to start doing instead of sitting down and planning, because that's another form of procrastination, it's helpful procrastination, but sometimes, most of the time, we just need to get the ball rolling. We need to get the momentum going. So let's do that. Let's do one thing. When you are done listening to this podcast, do one single thing that is setting yourself up for a better future. It can be as small as going outside and going for a walk. It can be as small and as simple as making a healthy lunch. Just do one thing. Thing. Your brain is going to try to trick you and tell you that's not good enough. But how do we make a complete lifestyle transformation? We had to start. We had to get started. We have to do one thing before we do the next thing before we do the next thing. So let's get that momentum going by doing one single thing as soon as you're done listening to this podcast and i would love 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 to hear what that one thing is for you so please take a screenshot of this episode as you're listening to it and share what the one thing you're going to do to improve your future today is and please share this episode with a friend we need to spread this message of hope and love and positivity pushing ourselves in a loving way not pushing ourselves to burn out we're not in that phase anymore sister What we are doing is lovingly pushing ourselves, holding ourselves accountable to become the best version of ourselves because life is short. We are here to make an impact. No one in this world can bring the same gifts into the world that you have the ability to do. So please remember that today. I know it feels good and comfortable and wonderful to sit down and watch Netflix all day. And yes, sometimes that is fun and necessary and you can give yourself a break. But if you're feeling that itch, that burning desire that you are made for more, that you are meant to show up and do more in this world, please follow that nudge. That is your soul telling you, hey, sister, let's get moving. And what do we got to do to get moving? One single thing. I love you so much. I hope you're excited for 2021 because my goal, and I'm saying it out loud to hold myself accountable, is showing up and doing this podcast, not letting the imposter syndrome take over. To be honest, as this podcast has started growing, I've become more intimidated by recording episodes because now it feels like there's more pressure, right? Like in the beginning when I'm recording podcasts, I know that only a couple hundred people are listening. I'm like, cool, that's great. That's a big number. But as we started to get into the thousands and hundreds, hundreds like it's scary it's a lot of pressure to keep producing but I hope you know that as I show up every single day I'm also fighting those demons in my mind so my biggest mindset shift that I'm trying to make in 2021 and maybe I'll make a podcast about what my goals are personally is to silence that inner critic or lovingly acknowledge her and just say you know what we're gonna do this anyway we're not gonna let the fear hold you back we're not gonna let that fear be disguised as procrastination and you telling yourself that you'll do it when you feel like it. You'll do it when you feel inspired and creative and XYZ, all the bullshit lies that procrastination and fear tries to tell you because one of the masks that fear wears is procrastination. But when you peel back the curtain, we can boil it down to the fact that we're scared to do the thing. So if you find yourself procrastinating, it most likely is coming from a place of fear, which we'll talk about in another episode. But I just want you to know that I'm here for you. I love you. I want to see you succeed. I do want 2021 to be your best year yet. Not because the clock striking midnight on January 1st is some kind of magical thing that happens, but because you put intentionality into making this your best year yet through the difficulties, through the challenges, through whatever the heck is going to come up in 2021, you have the power to make it the best. And every single year after that, we'll keep getting better if that's your intention and that's your mentality. Again, not easier, but better. I love you so stinking much. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode and I can't wait to see you on a weekly basis in 2021. If there's anything you want me to talk about on this podcast, I do it for you. Truly, genuinely, from the bottom of my soul, I want this podcast to change your life. If you have a question, if you have a topic that you love when I talk about or you want to hear more about or learn more about, please send me a DM on Instagram at healthnutjulie or go to my website juliebrewer.com, fill out the little contact form under the contact section, and I would be so, so happy to answer your questions and tailor all of this content to you in the new year. I will talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget to tag me in your stories. Tell me the one thing that you're doing and then share this episode with someone you think that needs to hear this message because we need to spread this love. If anything is my mission this year, it is to get this good word out. Okay, help me do that. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.